0: show hosted by grant stern tonight's show is underwritten by morningside mortgage corporation morningside mortgage corporation keeps the only in miami show commercial free you can find them online at www.morningsidemortgage.com that's www.morningsidemortgage.com
1: This is the only in Miami show you are listening to the Spam All-Stars, their track Cosquillita. See the Spam All-Stars this weekend at the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival. It's happening through Sunday the 22nd. Get your tickets online at www.virginiakeygrassroots.org.
2: Esta barra caída. Que cosa más rica, yo ¿no? con quién.
3: i
4: It's 7 o'clock Monday, you know what that means, it's the Only in Miami show, and I am your host tonight, the Drastic Fanatic, taking you for a two-hour tour from 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. We're going to be talking Eats and Beats, Beats and Eats, all kind of good things tonight. Um, We get into the sports hour at 8 o'clock, looking forward to that as well, where we do a little All-Star recap. Tonight in studio... I want to say hello to our friend Tony Guerra, who's here from Eats and Beats. How are you, Tony? Yeah, pretty
5: good. Thank you for having me. Pumped up, huh? Yeah, man. A few more days for the event. Yeah. So let's start off. When's yeah. the event and where is it? All right. The event's going to be this Saturday uh, at the Moore Building in the Miami Design District, right there on the the corner of 40th and um, Northeast 2nd Avenue. Right. It's a be- beautiful, historical, landmark building in uh, it's great for events of this nature. What uh-huh. kind of capacity can uh, we hold in well, there? Well, you know, how many hungry, how many <laughs> hungry patrons uh, can, last we, last can we feed? Yeah, last year we had a little over three thousand patrons come through the door. There you go. So we're looking, uh, to, you know, hit the same numbers as last year. Um, we don't want to gr- get the fire department
4: involved, right?
5: Nah, you know. It's <laughs> but uh, everything's done. Everything's done. Uh, done legal. We have all the permits of and course. special it's events. Yeah. Only way to go these days. Yeah, but uh, let's see. You know. Uh, you know, it's, you know a little history, you know, we, you know, a great team of us uh, from the hospitality industry, some were in PR, some were in Venn, some okay. were more in marketing. We all got together, formed a great dynamic team, um, and we put together Eats and Beats to create an, uh, a food event during this week that is more of a locals-by-locals locals production for, okay. you know to f- showcase and feature local restaurants from the Miami area. Right. So would you say this is more eats or more beats? Sounds like more Man, eats. Yeah, it's a combination. You know, we, we, you know what we do is we we you know we bring in local DJs from the music scene or some some you know it's live more, any live so, bands. So, uh, so last year we had a live band. This year we're going to get just some uh, some uh, performers, uh, you know, instruments accompanying the DJs. And, right. And it, you know the whole thing is this: it's uh, we have about you know over twenty great restaurants, and then we have an additional. You know, 10 dessert stations. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we have, you know, great music in the background. We have a, a, a lot of sponsoring uh, uh cocktail brands and it's you know it's food drinks music and wine and it's what makes miami miami <laughs> hello so, what so are yeah, we missing so, here so, so once you know you've you spent your time there and, and and eating you know it's we have a huge you know what da- time are dance we running floor. from when when, are we, when can we get there early yeah we know our doors open at seven thirty. 30. Uh, okay. you know those are more for and those that have bought the vip tickets right. that get an hour you know before X the general before. mission so at eight you know eight thirty is when doors open for everyone and then hopefully s- there'll be food left over, oh, right? No, no there, there's plenty of food. Every restaurant, every restaurant has a, a minimum of, of pieces uh, to uh, pr- to produce. Brand. So yeah, it's by the pound, right? <laughs> yeah, listen, there, there would not be a shortage. We, we have plenty of wine, plenty of uh, spirits, plenty of food. No. We have uh, two What's top chefs, you know, being right. featured, and uh, how? So how's the music part like spread out? Is well, it different stages in there? No, you know well The thing is, it's it's one main. When you look at the Moore Building, it's one main room. Uh, and then you have three floors above the first, you know, over balconies that oversee the main room. Right. So it's you know, we can't run simultaneous different kinds of rooms. It's one it's one stage and the music is throughout all the floors. And, and when when are we shutting down? Uh, around, well last year we, we closed around one in the morning. It's okay. around twelve thirty, one we you know when the last patrons leave. It's it's really a it's a solid it's a, uh, it's a solid five hour event. Yeah, I mean you have everything everyone needs, right? Food, drink and yeah. music. Yeah, and it's in a great area in, in the Miami Design District. So, you know those. We know when you get out of there, those people who attend can go out earlier, hit right. the neighborhood. But uh, is yeah, it, we, is there a specific flavor being uh, featured here? Is it more Puerto Rican? Is it, it more no, no, Cuban? W- no, it, it's it's so really open. You know what, what we did is, we, the participating restaurants come from all over. They come from some restaurants are from the beach. Some come from South of Miami. Some come, some some come from. Uh, uh, you know the Gables you know all areas of Miami but we don't know we didn't it's not one genre it's you know it's every restaurant same with the music yeah well the music is a little bit of, of everything so okay. you know nice mix so o- something something
4: there for everyone
5: yeah it's a mixed format for everyone you know we really want something that represents uh Miami and South Florida right
4: yeah what's the website we could find more information okay on?
5: for more information you want to go to eat the letter n beats miami.com so it's eats n beats Miami.com Don't forget the Miami Right yep, Absolutely And, and uh,
4: Facebook Twitter All that good stuff yeah, too eat, right? Yeah Eats and Beats Miami There we go Listen Here's what we're going to do We're going to open up The phone lines right now 305-541-2350 <coughs> And we're going to give away Some tickets To Eats and Beats You're going to be our Pick a number Third caller uh, Four
5: d- d- The booth four. flashed me The three signs Number so. number four <laughs>
4: I don't know if they're watching the NBA All Star game. Another three pointer just went through. 305 um, 541 2350. B caller number three. And are we getting in early access with these tickets?
5: With uh, 7 yours? o'clock? Which one? Yeah, I believe they gave you the the ticket. The the
4: there you go. So you get yeah. in the first shift. Yeah. There you go. You get your first taste test. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, again, the number 305-541-2350 People are calling in right now. They're looking to get their eat on and their beat on. Um, I believe who else is calling in? Are we gonna have a uh, chef calling in?
5: Yeah, I believe uh, one of our no, our, our featured day. chefs is a uh, Chef Adrian Cavo from uh, Chef Adrian's uh, Vineyard, you know, restaurant down south. Okay. So so we'll be featuring her, and she, she's she's uh, you know she's a great person to have on board with our team, and also we have a uh, Another celebrity chef, um, you know, uh, from uh, from Naked Taco, uh, Chef uh, Raf Pagano. Okay. So it's great, you know. It's uh, with you know, those are two known chefs, great names. To have, and they'll be on the first floor with their stations, and they'll be meeting the people, taking photographs. Right. Oh, beautiful! Let yeah. me ask
4: you a question. So, what's the eating uh, arrangement like? Is it tables,
5: or is it just have a plate and walk no, around? No, no, it's it's it's. It, this is set up. Yeah, this is we have stations. Is it like like mean, a gentleman, or what? You know, yeah. This is this is you no. Know, you we basically have stations or, or booths set up throughout all four floors. So, okay. So, so, so people are going to be able to walk from the first. All the way up to the top. Some small tables. They can yeah, put tables, their stuff down. Yeah, small tables, high-top tables. There will be spirits and, and uh, wine bars in between the stations. So, you know, people will, will... We'll keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. There you go. The spirits will
4: help you do that. we have a winner yet? Andre. call. are you there? Oh, okay. They're still taking his vitals on the line there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. So, um... Talk to me about some of these DJs that we're going to expect to see here. What kind of music are they? Are well, they like house, trancey type of DJs? South no, Beach style. No,
5: you know, whatever wh- the other gentlemen in our group put together some of the talent, and um, and I know that we're finalizing some things. It's really local DJs from from the Wynwood area, some from the beach. It's just really local, loungy type I- of music. Yeah, loungy, and then you know, open it up, put a little funk and soul. As the night progresses, you yeah, roll absolutely. with the right, right, right Absolutely. We just I used to DJ little.
4: once upon a time in a land far, far away, up yeah. in New York. Yeah. So, good you stuff.
5: Know, so it's, uh, you know, so let's see.
4: All right, we ready to take our winner? Winner, winner, eats and beats. Yay. What's going on? What's your name uh, and where hi. are you from?
2: Well, I'm calling you from
6: Miami, enjoying this nice weather. Yeah,
4: I'm right? Off. It's
6: like it's freezing cold. Everybody's complaining about the weather. They're jealous of us down here, you know?
7: <laughs>
4: We just watch the weather channel for fun right now, right? Just to see what all those poor <laughs> poor folk are going up. I I only moved down to here two years ago, so I still oh, have the okay. chill in my veins when I see it. Yes. Well, I mean I
6: was just listening in and it sounds exciting this event you got coming up.
5: Absolutely.
6: Recently. I like that. I like that. Sounds nice. This is your first one second ad- second one
5: or? Yeah, the second one. The first Daniel was
4: last year. Yeah, yeah we that's packed that's the house last cool. year with three thousand, so you'll wow. be one out of three thousand this year.
8: Okay, yeah.
6: great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to
8: go.
4: Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of food?
6: Well, I like um, a little bit of uh, I guess. Um, let me see. Arroz con pollo. Cl-
4: close
5: <laughs> your eyes. What are you tasting right, now? <laughs> well, <laughs> right well, now? Well, we do have a paella station, so if paella, you like arroz yeah. con pollo, you you yeah. definitely uh, you know you get the. Potatoes and all that. <laughs> yeah.
4: So you can get in early. You can get you know first first dibs. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I like to have um, The way I can reach you Because I'm also In the entertainment business I, um, I'm a percussionist you know, Oh like that's excellent the, the DJs You know The, the percussionists yeah.
4: along with The DJs yeah. Our guys will take your information And pass yeah. it along
5: Yeah I'd yeah. be more than happy to uh, Do you
7: guys have a percussionist Playing with a DJ?
5: You know, th- you know Let me find out Because I know That we're finalizing something We have a, a Bunch of artists But I would love to take your information. We're open, and if not for this event, we we produce a few others. Hey, right. Fax yeah. us your resume. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, how do I? Um, You're gonna right? stay yeah, on hold. The guys are gonna take all your information,
5: and yeah, they're gonna hand it off to I'll be, Tony. Yeah, I'll be more than happy to give you my information. I Congratulations, think. buddy. We'll thank see
4: you there. You. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You got it.
5: All right. Yeah. We, you, we have we, we have go. some we have some great restaurants uh, participating. You know and. You'd like me to share some of those? Okay. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, for you know, just to let uh, you know, we have um, those that are listening, we have, uh, you know, Cigar St- Fredo on Havana 1957, Catch Bar and Grill, we have Novecento, Boche Bar, which is an Italian restaurant in the Midtown. Okay,
4: I was going to ask you if the Italians are being represented.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we have, for the gentleman I was mentioning before, Erre de la Paella, who does catering for the Paellas. We have uh, It Lounge, Naked Lunch. We have Drink House Fire Ice Bar, Suhu Japanese. Uh, We have Red Steakhouse, Chef Adrian's, which she's being featured. Uh, We have uh, Ralph, you know, Naked Taco from uh, Celebrity Chef Ralph Pagano. We have have Nicky Beach. Oh, okay. We have Nikki Beach, uh, you know, participating again this year. We have Segundo Moya, which is a Peruvian restaurant. What kind of food is Nicky Beach bringing, by the way? Last year they are they just bringing the girls. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but <laughs> no, we'll have our our dancers on on premise already. All right. There you go. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what they're putting out this year. It's, it's a surprise. But I don't know how they go all out. Uh, we have a Peruvian restaurant that just opened right on Pond's called Segundo Muelle that is participating. Prohibition restaurant from uh, Midtown. You know I didn't eat dinner before I got here, right? I'm like yeah. Salivating on Grant Stern's microphone, right? You now. know we have raw sushi. We have Brother Jimmy's barbecue. Um, there's one called uh, Green Plate Asian Bistro, Lemoni Cafe from the Design District. Another new restaurant um, called The Gang, which is also from Midtown. And uh, yeah, we have a few, you know, and it's a great representation of local South Florida uh, right. uh, restaurants. Any cigar joints? No, well, we, we can't have any smoking in the oh, building. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's indoors, right? Yes, absolutely. All, All indoors. Okay. Yeah. I'm a cigar smoker, but uh, right. Yeah, I'm not not for this. Event. How about a little deck? Okay, a little yeah. deck action going. Yeah. outside? no, no, it's no. all indoors. All indoor event. Maybe next year.
4: Yeah. We'll figure it out.
5: <laughs> but you know, so we have a, we have great. We have a few, you know, gr- some great brands. You know, of of, of spirits. We have Zafra Rum. Uh, we have Modelo Especial Modelo beer. We have uh, Lahaim uh, no vodka. We have uh, Blackwell Rum. What is it called, Lahaim Vodka? N- yeah, it's uh, Lahaim Vodka. Jewish? Yes, it's kosher vodka. It's kosher. excellent. It's a really Beautiful. good vodka. And, um, yeah, we I'm have sold. quite a few uh brands. We have uh, yerbas y vicencias. Yerbas is uh, from Spain, okay. It's a, it's a great liqueur. It's, uh, so there'll be a bar a that. after dinner, yeah, we, but we, no cigar. <laughs> no, no, we have a red that Bull bar. that sounds good with a cigar, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have uh, you know, so we have uh, the brand Birthcake Wines, we have Lucky Player Vodka, uh, Mundo Wines. Uh, so th- the Zico Coconut Water will have their own station. Coconut water is good, yeah, so yeah, you know, it's uh it's a great event, you know, and especially for for this week where it's it's uh, you Pumped. know Miami Food Week and it's oh is that what it is officially? Well, yeah, what it's it's for years it's on Miami Beach you have, the the official, uh, Miami Food and Wine Week and right. the, and then our event we're independent you know on our own and we're on the Miami side. So how'd you come up with this? Well, you know what what it was is since all of us were in the industry and, and we all represent different clients, the group that put this together. A lot right. of our clients and other people kept asking us. Hey, why can you know? Can somebody do an event, you know, off the beach, you know, you know, for us something where we get exposure, we get right. a promotion. No tourists allowed. No, we we, we get a, we, we get a lot of tourists last no, year. No, I'm sure, I'm sure. So you know what we did is uh, just like, you know, our Basel. There's events on both sides, right. and there's events um, during I my mean, you know during the <coughs> during the winter music conference. There's events on both sides. You know, we we you know we're that. You know, we piggyback the hype of where people in South Florida are very let say food conscience that week and, and they're going to events and so we just put all our hours right. uh on our event on, on the miami
4: side and it's pretty easy to promote i would gather you have all these restaurants pitching it for you right absolutely and, and that's Company. and that's
5: really how it all came together and sure. uh, and uh i like tell voltron. you voltron oh no listen <laughs> it's a, it's a great it's a great week uh for everyone i i believe the the path which was created by uh the food and wine festival for many years in Miami, you know, it, it, it opened up doors and, and it created awareness for everybody. And, and what happens on Miami Beach is, is it's absolutely spectacular. And, uh, and, you know, with time, what's going to happen is after year after year, you're going to see smaller organizations or other uh, events being produced, you know, from independent organizations. Yeah, why not? It just, well, it's, it creates awareness for everybody, but it's a great week. And uh, I'm a big supporter of, uh, of, of, uh, food and wine on miami beach i attend all the events every year and i'm very lucky and fortunate to be part of the one on uh, in um the miami side for for yeah. our event and you know this year we have a just to let you know we we our charity of partner is the is um, the ronda mcdonald's house okay that's and, a great cause and uh, so you know we there you know there are our, our charity of uh, of choice for this year mm-hmm. and uh, that's it you know you know we just are locals for locals and uh, And you're a Miami guy? Born native, raised. There you go, Mr. 305.
4: Yeah. Nice. Uh, What else we got? Who else is calling in here today? We have Ed Cardona, Nag Champions. Is is he going to be performing? Oh, yeah. DJ Lesbam. Okay, there we go. So we got uh, a lot of action going on here tonight. So maybe we'll do the other ticket giveaway soon, too. Why not? We'll do caller number five right now. We'll c- put the lines open. 305-541-2350. We're in a charitable mood. More tickets. <laughs>
7: we're,
4: we're getting we're getting people hungry here. We might as well uh, let them cash in. All right, few 305-541-2350. That's a c- number to call. B
5: caller number...
4: I'll let you pick it this time,
5: Mike. Number two.
4: Número dos, be calling number 2, 305-541-2350. Get in on Eats and Beats. We're going to take a quick music break, and we'll be right back. 880 The Biz, only in Miami.
9: This nobody, is the Only nobody, in Miami nobody. show,
4: and I'm your host tonight, the Drastic Fanatic, taking you to the 9 o'clock hour. Right now, we would like to welcome to our program Chef Adrian, who's going to be a featured chef at Eats and Beats. Hello.
10: Hi, how are you?
4: So far, so good. How are you on this Monday?
10: Great, great. Thanks for having me.
4: So we're all very excited here. We've been talking about uh, Eats and Beats. We have Tony Guerra in the studio with us. Hi, Chef
5: Adrian.
10: Hey, Tony.
5: How you doing? Good.
10: Good, good. It's great to have How you. How are you? Good, good.
5: It's great to have you. So, this Chef case. Adrian, I'm looking at um your menu,
4: your menu right now on the on the web.
10: Yeah.
4: Yeah. What's our go-to right here?
10: Our go-to. What's like my last
4: food? meal on earth? <laughs> oh, I don't
10: know. I mean, that's up to. I would say that's up to um, the my guests. who taste Right. People people say our steak is, some people say our salmon is, and some people say our asabuco is. So it just mm. depends, I guess, on, on what you're in the mood for.
4: That's a fair answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So, I mean, we're excited. Uh, we're giving away tickets tonight. People are going to be there. Uh, it's, you know, the the early uh, seedings.
10: I and do say, I, I have to say, though, this is one of the most exciting events of Food and Wine Week. Um, I think, well, you know, music does play a big part on, on any, like, food event, but this one sure. just hypes it up so much that the energy is so, it's vibrant, it's contagious. You can't help but have a great time. I and mean, that's it sounds- it's insane.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's what I was asking Tony here, if
5: it's more eats or more
4: beats, but it sounds like it's a little bit more eats.
5: No, it's a combination. Combo. You know, listen, the, the groove will be there, the tone and the, the vibrancy of the room will be there, right. and then you layer it with excellent food, great host and and some cocktails it's a great mix beautiful no dance floor right no th- but there's enough space. There's a enough space enough. on, on the fir- first there. floor there's a large <laughs> a large floor there and people somehow end up dancing
4: towards the end right now and like the chefs are they going to be cooking in the open or people be going to be able to see well that they actually really.
10: never usually have just because the location itself doesn't lend itself for people to be actually cooking, it's a fire hazard. Mm-hmm. But they'll be plating up so there'll be a lot of culinary action going on and, and it's better it's what's better than having the actual chefs right in front of you plating up these little work of arts right in front of you and then you have that music to just be the backdrop to to this magic that's going on. I mean, I think everybody's just gonna have a wonderful time all together.
4: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. yeah. I missed it last year, but I'm not missing it this year. I'll tell you that, Chef Adrian. Where can we find uh, your restaurant?
10: Uh, my restaurant's down in Kendall. It's called Chef Adrian's Vineyard Restaurant and Wine Bar. And uh, you know, we kind of just been doing our thing for about eight years now, and uh, this is our first year with Easton Beach. So we couldn't be more excited to be part of it.
5: Yeah, it's great. It's great to have you. You know, I tell you, I'm a fan of of, of your of your cuisine and your food. I mean, I visited your restaurant a few times and. You know, people say, Tony, it's out west or out south. I tell you what, you know, it's, it's, a, it, for me, it's worth the drive for those of us who live north in Miami or, or far east. But I tell you, I mean, the experience at your restaurant is, 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 is quite phenomenal. And, in, you know, when the team said, Hey, that you're going to come on board, I'm like, Great. You know, you know, you know, but one <laughs> thing, you know, yeah, I was, you know, one thing I know about you that, you know, every time I see you, it's always at, at charity events. You're very proactive in Miami, you give back to the community. When there's you know all the charity events i I see you participate you know as either solo or also through the restaurant and uh, and the fact that you 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 joined our group and participated with us i i thought that was i was quite honored you know
10: well I truly believe in in like giving not just giving back to to the city but also um I'm one of those believers, and we don't take the world as it's given to us. We kind of make it our own. Yeah. So we want Miami to be this amazing food mecca. Well, we got to do our part to to make it so. So yeah. that's trying to do it a little bit at a time. And and now I think with some of my colleagues in general, I think the food scene is just at the best it's ever been.
5: Yeah, it's 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 great. I mean, I, I tell you, I enjoy it. My neighborhood is just sprouting with with the restaurants, gastropubs, you know, exactly. everything up and down the Biscayne corridor where I live and uh they'll tell you i mean design district is right around my my neighborhood right. so i mean it's great what's happening and 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 you're right i mean the, the 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 food scene is is just it's moving at a really fast pace and it's uh people like yourself and colleagues and those that you work with that really have just made us dynamic and yeah. uh, and look i mean uh, an event like what we're putting together now years ago it would have been extremely hard you know um but, you know, the tools and the resources are there, you know, and whether, you know, this year we do it in design, just another you know, year it happens in more south, uh, there's definitely a, a demand and, and the people are, are curious and people, I, uh, you know, we all talk about it. People are more food conscious now. Oh, yeah. You know, they're very. Not
10: just as far as health wise, no. uh, yeah. but also foodies. Now, yeah. uh, food is definitely entertainment. Um, yeah. In my age bracket, I know. Uh, Back. Before, I mean, before it used to be clubbing and this, and that. Um, now, I mean, even the 20 something yeah. they consider where you're going to eat. It's part of. It's part of entertainment.
5: Yeah. Hey, you know it's funny? Going out for a nice meal and a glass of wine right. is going out. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's that's your night sure. Let out. Let me tell
4: you, I was just in New York last weekend, right? And yeah. I'm from New York, and I moved down here about two and a half years ago. And I used to eat all over Manhattan, all the good. St- and it, and for a while, it kind of slipped. Right, in my opinion, I ate at his place, and I, and I just went online. I saw they're opening in Miami, actually. Uh, quality meats.
10: Oh yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's great. That was literally one of the best restaurants I ever ate in. Now I'm looking at your menu, and I'm I think the drive from Boca Raton is worth it.
7: Oh, thank you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. here, we're gonna say uh, hello to a winner. We have a winner on the line. Ready to bring him in. Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from?
10: Oh, my name is Mimi Pillage, and I'm calling from Miami Lakes.
4: There you go. Congratulations. You're in on the eats and beets. Awesome. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your favorite food?
10: My favorite food. Yeah. Beets.
4: <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, then you come into the right place. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> are you uh, a nat- native Miami? Yes.
10: Born and raised.
4: There you go. Yeah, a few of us are here. Chef Adrian, what about you?
10: I'm from Chicago, but uh, raised in Miami.
4: Raising Oh, there you go. Yeah, she's she's already one of us.
10: <laughs> yeah. How is it? 305 till I die.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but that's yeah. great. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, our producer is going to take your information, and we'll see you there.
10: Okay, wonderful. Thanks, thanks again. I appreciate that.
4: All right, congratulations. Thank you for calling. Thank
10: you. Thank All right, you. thanks. Thank you.
4: Chef Adrian, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. All right. What kind? What's your favorite kind of music?
10: Um, I don't know. I love music in general, so anywhere from classic to country. I love it all.
4: Do you, Do you play music while you're cooking?
10: Like every other chef, yep. There you go.
4: <laughs> country? Yeah. I didn't know. Wait, what are you playing? You playing yeah. country? Oh, I love. Well, what's that? Uh, we lost her. Who did we lose? Oh no, the caller. That's okay. Yeah.
10: <laughs> Yeah, well, I love I love country, I love classic electric classical like Lindsey Sterling. I love it. Um, is that yeah, what I mean, you're cooking anything. to
4: though? No.
10: Well, I'm off today, so I'm not really cooking to it. Nah, right. You know now. what I
4: mean? In general, like what's playing in, in general, the background yeah. when you're cooking?
10: Yeah, anything from Lindsey Sterling to Hunter Hayes to Blake Shelton to I mean, it, could, it really is anything. Even JV Z sometimes.
5: <laughs> oh, DJ list on, huh? There you go. Yeah. Ready to bring him in? Want to bring him in? Yeah. All right.
4: Welcome to the party, DJ-less fam. Hey, this is Edwin. Oh, Edwin. Yes, yeah, from uh, Nag Champions. Nag Champions. All right. I got a, I got our signals crossed in the booth over there. Sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> what's going on, Ed? Not much, man. Is this uh, Darren? It is. All right, brother. So what's a good word? Good
6: word is that we're on. Um, talking to you, and uh, <laughs> we're going to want to talk about some music, right?
4: Yeah, Absolutely. All right, yeah. man. Okay. You're going to be at Eats and Beats? Uh, no. Oh. So we're, we're getting some signals across. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So listen. All
10: right,
4: guys. Yeah. All right. Edwin, do me a favor. Hang out for a minute. We're going to finish up on the Eats and Beats, and we'll get with you in a few. All right? Absolutely. You want me to hang on the line? Yeah, or you yeah. Want to call just you back? hang out. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right, so where were we?
5: <laughs> yeah, we are f- yeah, we're talking uh Chef talking Adrian. Chef Adrian. Well, you know, now yeah, we're just finishing with her and and uh, Chef, is there anything that, you know, you want to like uh would you like to share with uh you know, the the audience and and what do we expect from you that day of the of the event? Are you going to do anything, pull out a, you know, uh, a rabbit out of a hat? Are you gonna do something different? Are you gonna? Uh, do you have any secrets for for uh, your presentation or your 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 area of, uh, of the well, event? Well,
10: all I can tell you is that I'm gonna be messing around with Ralph Pagano for a little bit.
5: Yeah, you're gonna be teasing him for a little while. Yeah.
10: Yeah, for a little bit. So I know that it's gonna be a lot of fun. He's a riot. So if Absolutely. Anything will ever be good. It's Ralph's jokes.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's really dynamic. He's really outgoing, and he's he's got that personality. And uh, yeah. I, think, I think between both of you, you, you know, you both are going to be on the, on the main floor that evening. So, I mean, every single patron that walks through those doors are going to, you know, gonna be right in front of you. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, right, okay. it's, you're going to have your hands full that night.
10: <laughs> it's going to be great.
5: It's right? going to be great. Tell us again, Tony,
4: yep. where is where, the show? Where, where are we well, checking in?
5: Okay, this Saturday, the 21st, it's going to be in the Miami Design District at the Moore Building. Uh, doors open at 7 30 for the VIP early admission 8 30 p.m. for general admission and uh, for tickets and further information you want to go to eats the letter n beats EatsandbeatsMiami.com. eats and beats uh, and there's information there there's contact information for any further questions through our office our PR company our, our promotions company all the informations on the website and we're there to answer any questions, help people out. And the one thing I had to, you know, finish the show by saying is our production team on this event is superb. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, besides producing a great event, what we are, our, our final, our real goal is to maximize on the experience, have everybody, you know, walk out, you know, being wowed. Good energy. And, and, and customer, Good energy. customer service, reception at the door. We, we, we double up on the, on the receiving side, hostessing side. You know, we know there is going to be a lot of people. So our, our objective is to process you, get you in the doors, and get a cocktail make, in your hand. Make you feel welcome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we want. Beautiful. Any parting thoughts, Chef Adrian?
10: No, I just, um, you know, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a great event, and it's going to be extremely delicious. So if there's <laughs> anywhere to find yourself on Saturday night, it'd be right there.
4: Uh, we're looking right. forward to Thank it. You. Thank you so Thank much you for so joining much. us tonight. you guys. Tonight. Have a great night. All, All right, right, you See too. Bye bye. All right, this is the only in Miami show.
1: to eight eighty the biz. We're back with Andrew, better known as DJ Laspam. Andrew, you there? Hello, hello. How you doing? This is uh, Michael speaking now. I can tell. Yeah, that's good. You got good ears. You heard that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> hey man, so uh, really quickly, I'll, I'll get into it. When and how did you start the Spam All Stars?
11: Uh well, I uh, I told the story to Grant uh, last time I was on his show. We started. Turn it again. Uh, In a little uh, recording studio out by 57th Avenue and 836. Uh, There was like a little place and it was a rehearsal demo kind of place. And um, I just started going there and experimenting, uh, recording different ideas. And uh, and, um, I recorded a song that had like a spam commercial cut into it. And uh, so I thought that was funny. And and (laughs) so um, something I started playing for my friends and that's why I came up with that name.
1: Cool, man. So have you played the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival before?
11: Uh, yeah. I guess this will be at least the third year, maybe the fourth.
1: Wow. Okay. And what about the, <laughs> the ones in North Carolina and upstate New York?
11: Yeah, we played Ithaca, and we also played, um, uh, uh Shakori Hills as well. Yep.
1: And who's playing with you this weekend? Because I know you, got, you guys are a pretty big group.
11: Well, um, Tad Bernstein's on tour, uh, and so it'll be uh, Ted Zimmerman on trumpet, A.J. Hill on sax, Mercedes Abal on flute, um, Jose Elias on guitar and tres, and uh, Tomas Diaz on vocals and percussion, and we'll be adding uh, uh, Aaron Libos on guitar.
1: Mr. Uh, Aaron Libos, very good.
11: Give it that special uh, psychedelic uh, over-the-top flair.
1: Seems like the right venue for it.
11: Yeah, you know, I mean, um, he was going to go anyway, so I figured it would be cool to have him. Uh, I like playing with two guitars when we can.
1: Sweet, man. So, hey, you're, you're a producer as well. I don't think uh, many people know that, but uh, who are you currently working with?
11: Uh, let's see. Who's been in the studio recently? I have uh, a friend, his name's Abraham Millet, and he uh, uh, used to play bass for Third Eye Blind, and he's been bringing different projects in here. Uh, also, I think coming up this week, we're recording uh, Jose Elia's Cortadito project, and also we'll be doing another couple of songs with Moriqueba Cuyate, uh, the Senegalese choral player, um, which I'm personally very fond of that music. And uh, then uh, later in March, we have um, Miami Street Band X, which is you know New Orleans-style marching band. Uh, and then uh, in April, we have Creamy Electric Santa, who are kind of like uh, Miami's avant-punk legends. And wow, neighbors. That, so,
1: that sounds exciting, man. You sound like you uh, you got a, criti- a pretty busy schedule ahead.
11: I'm happy. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice balance between, lately anyway, it's been a nice balance between my DJ work and a little bit of production and uh, Spam All-Stars gigs, too. So everything, uh, you know, all of that. Uh, rolled up into one that's
1: my life I'm happy <laughs> nice man so we heard uh, Cosquillita earlier in the show that's one of your newer tracks what is next for your group the Spam All Stars
11: well we're wrapping up uh, our next album uh, so basically I probably have two more tunes to mix then I just have to sequence it and um, I think we're going to run vinyl on this one um, because it seems like uh, CDs are you know dwindling in popularity we'll still run some CDs but the vinyl, you know, people that buy the vinyl get the download included. And, uh, you know, that's my that's my favorite format anyway. So Of course. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's the plan. So hopefully in the next uh, two to three months we'll have it in our hands.
1: That's that's great to hear, man. So uh, when are you playing the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival? What day?
11: Yeah, we're Sunday. And I, without checking, I believe it's around, I can check, it, I think it's about six or seven o'clock in the evening.
1: Right. Awesome. You know, and uh, where can people go to to learn more about the Spam All Stars?
11: Um, well, they can check our Facebook page, I guess. So they can just search for us on Facebook, and we basically post what we're doing on a weekly basis. Or, of course, SpamAllStars.com, um, you know, or uh, you could just ask your neighbor. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Say, oye, go get that. Go get to, Yeah, exactly. Go back to... Let's go back to the old school, word of mouth.
1: That's great, man. I I actually follow you on Twitter, and I encourage everybody to do the same. It's at Spam All Stars.
11: Oh yeah, Twitter. Yeah, right. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, I don't tweet that much, but I try to tweet a little bit and retweet when there's gigs going on. So is that you, that you so that's why, on it, gonna, or you have, have not an not army gonna, of you, know,
1: you have an army of people watching?
11: watching. Of our food. No, uh, you're not going to see uh, what we're wearing on our feet that day, but we'll let you know what we're playing.
1: No pictures of your cafetera? Uh,
11: you know, so other people can do that, I guess, if they want to. T- I don't, my, my phone doesn't take pictures. So,
1: you know, oh, okay. You're old school like that.
11: Three-step operation for me to post something like that.
1: You have an analog phone, right?
11: Kind of, yeah.
1: Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks a lot for your time, Andrew. We really appreciate it.
11: Yeah, guys, have fun there on the air. Thanks for playing the stuff, and uh, I'll see you around town soon.
1: Thank you, man. Best of luck to you.
11: Okay, see you, man.
1: Yeah, I think we have uh, Edwin from the Nog Champions on the line. Ed, are you with us?
6: I'm um, right with you, yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, Ready thanks. Th-
1: thanks for. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for holding, man. I Appreciate that. No problem, bro. So, brother, tell tell the listeners about what inspires and makes up the sound of the Nags.
6: What inspires and makes up the sound of the Nags? Well, the um, a big component of the NAGS is the improv, you know, improvisational. That's how we started, kind of kid around, and we say that we started as, a, as kind of like a rogue drum circle where we would get together and just, you know, just play drums and shakers and the occasional guitar. And then from there, it you know, Jose came on, Jose Elias. I started playing bass a little bit more with the, in the project, and, uh, and we started calling ourselves, you know, a band. I said, hey, let's make a band.
1: Rogue Jump Circle, uh, man, I like that.
6: Yeah, we started with. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was uh, our first show was at Churchill's uh, in 2003 for the fish show. Right, it was a pre-party that Tony Landa set up over at Churchill's, and I told him, "Hey, man, you know, I got a little group here that's kind of a band, and we can we can jam for about three hours." Wow. And he said, "Right on!" And, and, and we went out there and um, we had a good time. A lot of people had a good time, so so we kept on doing it, and here we are. You know.
1: That's great, man. So who else is in the band with you now?
6: Um, Jose Elias on guitar, Ryan Cacolici, on keyboards, we call them the, the, the dub hub, you, you know, because it's not just keyboards, it's all kinds of toys, electronics. Right, right. Um, Kenneth uh, Ken Metzger on, on drums and percussion. Uh, Neri uh, Arivello on percussion.
1: Neri, all right.
6: Neri, Neri will be joining us for, for the grassroots. Uh, then we have Ethnico, uh, MC and uh, poet, He's an all-around, you know, DJ. He's he's all kinds. You know, he's he's a very talented guy, ethnico. and uh, of course Kamikaze, Kamikaze on uh, uh, on vocals and uh, human beatbox.
1: Awesome, man. That's that's good stuff. So um, and he's a dancer too. Does he? He's B-boy stuff.
6: So yeah. So it's, so we have that visual component too.
1: That's awesome, so man. Super cool. So yeah, I understand you have a residency at the Mystic Waters Cabo Bar. What's it like to play live in an indoor forest?
6: Oh, that's that's really um. That's kind of been our little, our little incubator for ideas. That's that's our monthly. We go we go there, um, with whatever configuration is available that on that you know that given Friday, we show up. No set lists, no um, preconceived ideas. Really, we sometimes we don't even know who can make it, but we just show up, and we play, and we play for three for three sets, four sets sometimes. And a lot of our newer ideas have been actually, um, been I guess born there. They were born there. The they idea were Kava the inspired, right? Kava inspired, yeah. Kava inspired.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. So, hey, have you played any of the grassroots festivals before?
6: Yes, we have. Uh, this will be our third grassroots. Oh. Uh, we started on the third. We did the thirteen. We did the fourteen, and now fifteen. Yeah. So this is our third grassroots. That's and, great. Uh, we're playing uh, we're playing on the on the main stage this year. Last year we played at the dance and the dance tent which was really cool.
1: What day but we're are looking playing?
6: forward to for the bigger stage this year.
1: Good man. Good. What what day uh what day is the show?
6: We're playing on Sunday. Uh Sunday the twenty second, I believe that's February twenty second. And I believe our set's either four thirty or four forty five. We're gonna do a ninety
1: minute set. That's great, man. We're talking to Ed from the Nog Champions on only in Miami. For anyone that's listening, that's interested, you can get still get tickets to the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival online. You go to VirginiaKeyGrassroots.org and uh, pick them up there. So, Ed, what what are you lo- what are you most looking forward to about playing the uh, festival this year?
6: What we're really looking forward to is having the bigger stage and opening up more uh, with some improvs in the numbers that we have. We have these numbers that we created from improvs, and now we're we're kind of opening up the brakes to really just loosen up kind of like uh, like what we do at Kava and just let the people hear it, you know, and, and, and hopefully they can feel the vibe and we can, you know, spread this, spread the
1: vibe. Fantastic, man. Well, on the way out, not many people know that you're an excellent photographer, but uh, tell me, what drives your passion for photography, Ed?
2: Oh,
6: oh that's a good question. Kind of blindsided me there with Bam. that one, but uh, it's just, <laughs> uh, you know, the search for beauty, the search for um, for beauty. Yeah, we we're trying to make beautiful. This is that's a a, a, a phrase that, that Ryan coined about what we do as the next champions. But I think we all apply that to our everyday life. You know, we just trying to try to make beauty. That's great, of, man. Out of you know sounds and sights and lights.
1: Wow, that's that. That's awesome, man. That's that's a great answer. So, where can people go for more information on the Night Champions?
6: Well, we got a website, uh, nightchampions.com. We try to keep it up as best as we can. Um, Facebook is probably the best uh, best place. You can you find us on on Facebook. You know, mm-hmm. like us on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Facebook as Edwin Cardona. You know, if, if you you know, hit me up on Facebook, and uh, and I'll you know. We'll become friends and I give you all kinds of information.
1: Awesome man. So yeah, you guys are also on Twitter, right?
6: We're 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 on Twitter but you know, I never I never check it or anything. That's something I need to come on man, get with it.
1: Get it I on gotta get phone. with it. Come gotta on. get with it.
6: And my phone does take pictures, so I think the next step is actually to to do something on Twitter.
1: There you go. So you got a digital phone, unlike Andrew before yeah. us. So yeah, yeah. I, I did I, I am definitely a Twitter um, junkie and you anyone that's interested can follow the Nog Champions. On Twitter at nag n a g champions, and that's a creative spelling of c h a m p a y o n s. Yep,
6: yeah, and actually that came from the Nag Champa incense. If everybody wants to know where the name came from, Nag Champa is an incense, of course, that all the all the yogis and, and the hippies burn.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be burning some uh, this weekend, right?
6: We're going to be burning some uh, some and uh, some this incense weekend. too. And some incense, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Awesome. Man. Well, thank you very much for your time, Ed.
6: Hey, anytime, brother.
1: Okay, brother. Have a good night.
6: See you at grassroots. See you there. Later.
1: Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a short musical break, and we'll be back. This is Only in Miami. This is only in Miami. You are listening to Ochimini from the Spam All Stars. See them, see the Rock Champions, and see fifty other bands this weekend at the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival. Get your tickets online. Get them now. www.virginiakeygrassroots.org.
0: This is the Only in Miami show, and it's the Sports Hour, hosted by Drastic Fanatic. You can find him on Twitter, at Drastic Fanatic.
4: This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your special guest host tonight, the Drastic Fanatic. We're taking you to the 9 o'clock hour as we do a little sports recap, a little quiet time in the sports uh, arena these days. Uh, we did have All-Star Weekend, though, and that's uh, what's going on, basically. I mean, football's done, baseball, we're getting ready for pitchers and catchers, and uh, basketball's taking a little bit of a longer break these days. In rehab already for It's football. good though. It's good. You know, you, you have Valentine's Day. You get to spend yeah. some quality time with your significant ladies, and yeah. um, you know, it's a good time to put to put, to put in the extra time right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, yeah. From the rigors of the football season, right? You know, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> off of that emotional uh, Super Bowl, and All Star Weekend's just a good time. You know, guys there just clowning around yeah. and all that kind of good stuff. But you know what? I was I was just thinking about it, like the All Star games. We saw a bunch of records, right? Blasted last night. Yeah. Lack of defense. I mean, it was always a lack yeah. of defense, but always. this was almost like, like matador to the fullest. It was right? a record scoring game, right? That was a. Record. They, were, was they the showed all the ever. records last night. That was most the highest scores, most by one side. Yeah. Most in a game. I don't know what the over under was, but uh, that was ridiculous. It was an over. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they they try to milk Melo for <laughs> for his last <laughs> thirty one minutes on the court this year. Yeah, that's he it. He try to play impact, and you know what. Normally, all-star game, New York, you know, being a New Yorker, I'm trying to get all hyped up and, and feel the juju going here. But um, even watching Mello grab the mic in the beginning and thanking the fans, this man, I just wasn't buying what he was selling, Carmelo Anthony. I'm sorry. I want to open up the lines here, 305-541-2350. That's the number to reach us, 880 The Biz, only in Miami. We're actually going to do a uh, a ticket giveaway You guys uh, heard Eats and Beats is coming up here in Miami. Oh, man. Taste buds are drooling right now after that segment, let me tell you. I haven't eaten dinner yet, and this guy is telling me about all these restaurants going on. Um, So we're going to give caller number, we'll call it 3. 305-541-2350. You're going to get first dibs on all the great food. EatsandBeatsMiami.com. Um... So yeah, give them a call. Give us a call, uh, win your tickets. And uh, we're going to talk, uh, a friend of mine going to be calling in actually from New York a little later on. He's a Brooklyn Nets season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. And um, they they offered him tickets to all the events. So he was gracious enough to take his wife to all the events for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Oh, gracious, huh? How (laughs) gracious was that? His wife's a big Net fan as well. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I actually, uh, yeah, no, it was cool. I went to my first Brooklyn game uh, a couple weeks ago, sat with them. Nice arena. Good little vibe in that place. That was your first time there? First time there, yeah. I moved right before uh, it was done. Right before it was done. And uh, it's still, I mean, from the outside, there's still a lot of scaffolding and everything going on over there. But when you're in the arena, uh, it's a cool vibe in there. It's a cool vibe. You know, you feel like you're in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. put it that way. You know? So, I mean, at the All Star game, and the stands are dark in there. It's, like, blacked out in the when you're sitting down. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, like, if you drop something, you have to wait for, like, uh, <laughs> intermission, you know, to, like, <laughs> <laughs> find it. Because it's done, huh? Yeah. It's no, but it, it's cool. It's cool. And, uh, you know, we had all, that, all, all the all-star festivities going on there. It was in both venues, right? It, it was, was yeah, Madison Square it was and? Dual hosting, okay, yep. Okay, okay. Which, um, I don't know how that worked out from a business perspective. It doesn't seem like uh, Dolan and Prokhorov are... Really? Yeah, yeah, especially (laughs) after Dolan's uh, strongly worded letter to a a longtime Nick fan telling him to go join the Brooklyn Nets because, um, you know, there there wasn't enough room on the uh, Nick bandwagon, I guess. Wow. Uh, That's for another day. Um, And it, it was funny, actually. You know, Dolan, they actually moved him from his normal seat. Yeah, they had to set up a stage there, so they bumped Dolan. He had to sit on the other side of the court, so he wasn't too happy about that. Wow. Ego maniac that he hey, is. You want that TV Spoiled, money? Spoiled little kid. You want that TV money? You better move, it, buddy. Yeah, you gotta move it. You <laughs> <on>. gotta move. <laughs> so yeah, it was a dual hosting. You know, you had the dunk at uh, in Brooklyn on uh, on Saturday night. So the kid Zach Levine, nineteen years old, on the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, he brought he brought the spark back a little bit to the uh, to the dunk competition. No doubt about it. You know, he was. Do uh, you see any of it? I didn't see any you, of the dunk. You see the highlights? Yeah, I saw highlights. But yeah. I did see the, I didn't see the You know, he, he got up. I mean, and, and and the thing for me is, you know, the flush, right? How is he throwing it down? Is it a clean, you know, yeah. clean jam or right. is it rattling around in there? A lot of guys could yeah. do all the all the twisty in the air, but then right, right. It doesn't flush down quick. But he his flushes were on and He he earned the respect. It was good to see a lot of New York judges representing yeah. uh, Chris Mullen, Bernard King, guys like that, and uh, yeah, good New York feel. You know, um, it was one degree there. <laughs> one degree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything was fun <laughs> inside. And then, you know, hopefully <laughs> you drank enough uh, during the competitions. and, and to everything. suffer outside. And then when you get out there, Jeez. yeah, you got all-star chill in the air. But, um, yeah, so, you know, it's that quiet time. Valentine's weekend, all-star weekend, all that good stuff. Again, 305-541-2350, the number to call, win tickets to Eats and Beats, talk a little sports. We're taking it to the 9 o'clock hour. we take a little music break here again. Yeah, we'll get something going here for a few minutes. and We're going to have our caller uh, call in here who was um, part of All-Star Festivities through and through. And something to think about, Miami Heat fans. Right now, you're battling for that eight seed with the Brooklyn Nets. If it's up to you, do you want to make the playoffs and see what happens? Or do you want to throw a few ping pong balls into the mix? We'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Why? Wow. is the only in miami show and i'm your special guest host tonight privileged and honored the drastic fanatic we're taking you to nine o'clock grant stern is out in las vegas because apparently what happens in vegas stays in vegas he happens to be the happening so he's staying in vegas um i like to bring onto the line here good friend of mine jared rich up from brooklyn nyc jared you with us
8: drastic how are you my
4: man hey all is good all is good i reached out to you because uh you know, you're one of those guys that that converted, went through the through the ceremony here, left the Knicks behind, went to Team Brooklyn. Obviously, you're born and raised Brooklynite, right?
8: Born and raised, I, I, I had to.
4: And in all fairness, you know, if the Nets came to the Queens, um, I probably would have flipped too. Um, it's one of
8: those things. I'm a loyal fan, but it's once in a lifetime. They built a arena five blocks from where I live. Yeah,
4: what are have you a gonna team do, that right? Has
8: Brooklyn on my on the chest. And it's not hard to leave the Knicks behind, I'll tell you that.
4: Yeah, they make it easy, right? You don't need a letter from Dolan to tell you what to do, right?
8: It's like leaving a BlackBerry and going to a smartphone. You know, you go, you do that, and then you forgot about the BlackBerry.
4: Right. No more BBM. <laughs> That's how I feel. You don't miss your BBM, huh? I don't miss my nick. <laughs> There you go. So you've been a net season ticket holder since uh, since the move, right?
8: First deposit down on Barclays.
4: There you Literally. go. So in turn, what did they do for you here? All-Star weekend. They hooked you up, didn't they?
8: I was able to go to everything. I went to Saturday night in Brooklyn. I went to All-Star game in Manhattan last night. Good times.
4: Yeah, I bet, right? So you started. did you do the celebrity game too?
8: I didn't go to the celebrity. I could have bought tickets, but I, I just bought tickets for the Saturday night. Slam dunk, we had a great night at the Barclays. We really had, had great seats. Uh, Great action! My wife was able to take a selfie with Nicki Minaj. It was fantastic. Oh,
4: there you go. That's a successful <laughs> night right there.
8: Right there, she's happy. It's Valentine's Day. That makes her happy.
4: And you got you got, wife, you got to print night. it out though, right? I'm sorry. And you and you're printing it out, right, to keep a copy for yourself.
8: I'm losing you a little bit. Hold
4: on. Let me. See. <laughs> I said you get to pick out the. P- you're gonna print out the picture and keep a copy for yourself. I of
8: course, it's on Facebook already. No, you know There you go. <laughs>
4: So, uh, what are they? What were they even going to charge you for celebrity games? Uh, just wondering, how much are those face value seats?
8: Honestly, I'm not sure. I think it's like it, it would have been like 75 bucks. Nothing big. Right. They got you for the All Star game though, 400 bucks to sit in the last row in the Madison Square Garden.
4: Face value, right?
8: Face value.
4: Wow. Grant, are you on the line with us too? Yes, I am. Where are you at the Venetian?
0: I'm actually walking down the strip right now. I'm uh, right in front of Bellagio.
4: Oh my God! Live yeah. action here.
0: Yeah, man, it's our first only in Miami show live from Las Vegas. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, are the, the you,
4: guys? My hair—the hairs on my arm are standing up right now. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so, I'm
4: getting that ching ching feeling going on.
0: So I gotta—I gotta ask you because you were there and you saw. What happened to Clay Thompson, man? He was supposed to win it for us—the the, the, uh, the three-point contest, that is.
8: What happened to him was Steph Curry happened to him.
4: I don't yeah, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean he looked so
8: good in the first round. He looked so bad in the second
4: well, round. that's all about rhythm, right? It's all about if if the rhythm hit him or not, and the rhythm. What hit if stuff! He hit
8: like 13 or 14 in a row. 13 yeah. in a row to take my 13 money. 13 in a row. The crowd was into it. I mean. Was, oh, you know, Grant
4: Stearns was gambling on it out in Vegas. That's, that's right. The, now I'm putting the pieces together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you know, of all the weekends, like you said at the uh, top of the hour there, it's a quiet weekend for sports. And, right. You know, uh, when you're staying, I stayed at the uh, Delano out here. And it's, Delano West, Mondeley, huh? Yeah, it's part of Mondalee Bay. And, and, of course, they got a sports book right. about – Sportsbook's sports books about two hundred feet from the uh the elevator.
4: You felt a magnetic pull, huh? <laughs> the magnetic pull, huh? The magnetic pull was strong. <laughs> I so, know uh, I know from this magnetic pull. <laughs> <laughs>
8: so yeah. What type of like fun prop bets do they have? Anything good? For the I hope you bet the contest? over what in the game. Isn't it behind
4: You said what kind of prop bets were out there?
0: Oh, I mean, the, the slam dunk contest, I think, was off the board. It was just the all the, the three point shootout.
4: Really? Why wow, they thought Chris Mullen was going to be on the take?
0: Well, it's just there's four competitors, and uh, you know I don't know what to tell you. They just they, they there was everybody was offering odds on three points. So if you can imagine, I, I put ten bucks on Kyrie Irving at seven to one.
4: And he made it to the Clay finals. And Clay Thompson
0: at seven to
4: two.
0: I gave him twenty bucks and. Could, they both made the final. You couldn't hedge
4: that bet after the first round, I guess, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We're sitting oh. there in the room, like, going nuts. I'm like, man, I got a two out of three chance. This is not too bad.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. When the when the third is Steph Curry, hello yeah. yellow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why the house always wins, I guess.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> So talk to us, Jared. Tell me, three-point contest? Do you, you, you like the format now with the old money ball rack? I don't know if I'm into that, really.
8: I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know why they have to change that. I, I, I don't get it. Whatever they want to do, they do, I guess. Right. I, I thought the three-point contest out of everything was a pretty good.
4: Pretty even good the fact suit. that we
8: call it a money ball, we just seem to accept it. Yeah, that's the money ball. We know it for so long. What right. the hell is
4: that? That's the whole thing, yeah, a new rack. Of, and they changed the format again. I mean, they fixed the dunk. Grant, you got a ukulele playing in the background there. I got one of everything. There was somebody, playing, uh, uh, <laughs>
0: somebody playing an accordion and singing. An accordion, that's what I meant, right.
4: Yeah. I could yeah. I- I- I envision the dancing monkey going on. <laughs> Practically. I mean, we decided
0: to, to take a, a little break from the, uh, the ground level. So we're actually walking across the Strip right now on one of these bridges.
4: There's nothing to bet on tonight there, is there? What are you playing? You're betting, like, World Premier League or
0: something? Uh. No, you know what? We're gonna bet on who can eat more at the buffet, <laughs> and I'm taking myself on that one. I got one. the over. <laughs> I got the over on that one. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're uh, we're about to walk right over to, to Caesar's Palace here. Well, they're thanks. they're generous people.
4: Yeah, they are, especially when you uh, keep betting on Clay Thompson.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, you know, the best part about Vegas—they have the those long. Bets, so let's throw it out there: a cow or Mayweather.
4: Ah, what's the bet? Will they fight, or if they they, do, who's gonna win? (laughs)
0: That's the bigger bet, isn't it?
4: Seriously, Um,
0: it's actually a a, a bet if they fight before May 30th.
4: But he says it has to be in May because he's, uh, you know, Mayweather. That's what he came out and said yesterday. They asked him. He, you but know, he, says, said, he said, yeah, I mean, that's a guy you want to follow on Instagram and feel really broke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you Flo- follow Floyd Mayweather on Instagram. You yeah. feel extremely broke.
0: Well, to give you the skinny, you really can't bet on Mayweather. It doesn't pay. It literally doesn't pay. Yeah. It's oh, like you really? bet $10 and you win three if he wins.
4: Is that what the line is out there?
0: Yeah. Oh, He's wow. a huge favorite. Wow.
4: How about over on the rounds? Three and a half?
0: Oh man! Now I'm gonna have to go get the bet sheet while we're talking. Uh, look about what, oh, I'm look man, what I'm Look, look what, a, what I'm!
4: creating here! Look what here. you've done! <laughs> it. You're,
0: just, you're setting things up.
4: Fax, fax <laughs> me a couple of those sheets while you're out there. <laughs> Darren, I'll get you. I the will,
0: man. I
7: will. <laughs> I'm
4: bringing that thing back. Yeah, put yeah, it in I the fax. But yeah, I had to
0: take the count because there's no bet to make with Mayweather.
4: Right.
0: I mean, three. You know, bet ten to win three. I don't know.
4: How about All Star MVP? That must have been a prop bet, right? I bet you Westbrook was a long shot. <laughs>
0: I'm sure he was a long shot. Uh, I just, you know, who, who wants to bet the All-Star game? I mean, it, you know, it's it's fun if you're like
4: a degenerate. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> when well, you don't have any action for seven days, you're gonna bet on if the sun's coming up in the morning.
0: <laughs> well, which side is gonna come up on? Oh, the whatever, side west side? sunny side. <laughs> <The west> side. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, man, they've got some good odds on the Dolphins there dolphins to win right. the afc championship it's only 14
4: to 1 yeah put me in for a dollar 50. <laughs> <laughs> listen let me ask you i got both of you guys on the line here i got brooklyn in the house and i got mia in the house right and i'm a, a third party neutral guy who has no no dog in the race you guys are both jockeying for the eighth seed do you want it jared or do you rather throw some ping pong balls in the mix
8: we don't get ping-pong balls, so let oh, the Hawks who, get our, our ping-pong balls. Ooh, How about
4: that? So let Hawks 18. get
8: ping-pong balls, the number oh, one
0: actually, team in actually,
8: East. You know, it's funny you
0: mention that, and I'll say as a Heat fan, yeah, I want that eight seed. I want the seven seed. Because well, take the eight
4: the seed and be seed, happy there, Stern.
0: Opens the door to all sorts of playoff chaos. If Dwayne Wade is healthy, Hassan Whiteside is healthy.
4: Luol Bang is know. healthy. Danny Granger is healthy.
0: Well, those are other guys. Dwayne Wade is the guy, right. obviously. But I'll tell you, I was at the New York Knicks versus the Heat game mm-hmm. last Monday night, right. and I ran into a couple of Nets fans, and <laughs> of, of all things. And there's actually a lot of Nets fans at that Knicks game. And uh, they're, they're talking trash or whatever. And I mentioned to them, you know, not only did the Nets trade away all their second-round picks through 2020, and trade away all of the first-round picks they're allowed to trade away under the Ted Stepien rule. But they also traded the right to swap picks in every year that they have a pick through 2020. Wow. So there's no ping-pong balls for the Nets through 2020.
4: Wow. wow. So, Jared, yeah, you, left one, up, so. you left one you left one ping-pong ball as team for another, basically, huh?
8: No, I don't know. <laughs> and it looked like we had the owner that would just spend whatever, and then he pulled that back after one year. So, oh. well, you
0: know, it's, it's like I like to say. It's a $200 million Russian fishing team for sale, nets included.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but he dropped it down to, like, 80-something. 80, 80 it was 200 last year, and, and they wouldn't get Paul Pierce this year. Right. It, yeah, well.
4: Well, the dollar's I mean, so strong, too. That kind of helps.
8: Yeah.
4: Strength of the dollar helps Prokhorov right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, no, man. He's losing more of those expensive dollars. I
4: don't know well, what he's dealing with. I guess deals. compared to
0: the ruble, being dollars. That's what I'm saying, good, Yeah.
4: So. So he'll cut his price, take it, flip it into rubles, and
0: <laughs> da's
4: vidanya, as they say.
0: Yeah, didn't he own Cheska Moscow, too? What's that? D- didn't uh, uh, Sergei uh, Prokhorov own uh, Cheska Moscow, the, the Russian basketball team, also?
4: He owns about
8: an eighth of Russia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. The best eighth of Russia. The, 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 the non, the non the Siberian side. Right. <laughs> How many grams are in that eighth of Russia? I don't know. It's a family program, <laughs> Stone. It's okay, we can say that on the air. I'm right. in Vegas. Stoosh,
4: stoosh, 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 stoosh.
0: <laughs> there's signs for it out here. It's pretty great. It's <laughs> I signs, bet all... <laughs> so there are. None of that on the trip. None of that on the trip. Not even like. You're from Miami, days. guy. What are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I know it's classy in here. We're actually wandering around the Bellagio, uh we went into the shops and my girl's in there in Chanel.
4: Uh oh. Uh oh. You better go. Yeah, play you some better baby. tell her Clay Thompson than win the three point contest. <laughs> 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 <Exactly>. <laughs> she doesn't care about any of that. She's like, You play blackjack,
0: right? right. <laughs> we can afford this. <laughs>
4: wow. Right. She's taking you to her own Splash Brothers show. There you go.
0: Totally, totally.
4: Alright, so, wait wait,
0: wait guys didn't mention it yet because you're not Miami Heat fans, but Chris Vosh three-peated.
4: Oh, he did. He did in the yeah. uh, friends and family contest. <laughs> that's, that's How adorable. That. Team <laughs> did, did, did three-peat. They the did boss. three-peat. Him, Neek, did right, Neek. Dominique, and yeah. uh, who's, who's the girl? From, it, from WNBA. What's yeah. her name? I forgot her name. But that know. was cool. They went with a little bit of a different thing. They had Neek yeah. shoot the short-range shot, right? He hit a half court. Yeah, they
8: had the girl shooting the, they the, shot the, the free throw, right? No, the, the yeah, the long everyone. the mid
4: range shot, yeah. They had him and then Bosch was money on that three. The first yeah. did he hit on the first shot, right? In the first he round? Yeah, both times. I'm happy when I didn't those, get to see a half, draw drop court though. Court At least they I didn't get what's that? Neek, hit hit for the winner, it for was For the Neke. winner, was Dominique. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and Kenny and those guys were breaking his chops that he, yeah, Dominique was riding the wave. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Bosh right. and uh, I don't know who the girl is. I apologize. For Listen, female. man,
0: when I think of NBA All-Star Saturday, I think of Neek. He's you the think guy. of Neek.
4: Yeah, I'm it's with Neek.
0: that. Neek and, and Dr. J.
4: Yeah, I'm with that on Neek. The funny thing about Neek, right? So I was at All-Star Weekend out in Denver. I think it was 08 Oh six or oh eight, I don't forgot the year. But uh that was um Jay Smoove's rookie year, right? Josh Smith. And oh, he was yeah. on Atlanta Hawks at the time and he busted out the old Dominique jersey and he, he brought it down with that dunk. I don't know if you guys remember that one.
0: Well I, we I do remember.
4: the yeah. yeah, yeah, the neat jersey. So yeah, you know, good for Chris Bosch. He won something at least uh this year. It's not a, it's not totally lost
0: about it. The Heat have come away with rings or trophies or hardware from almost every All-Star week, Weekend for a long time. Three-point shooting contest. Dwayne Wade won the skills challenge. The old school one. And you guys and That's, see that that's one?
8: what people had, uh, remember about the Heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah,
4: yeah. That's the hardware that everybody's talking about. <laughs> How many skills competitions are we going to win? Not oh, yeah. one, Not, not two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Actually, wait, do you guys see the skills competition this year? We did. Yeah, uh, Patrick Beverly, right?
0: Heat, uh, second round pick.
4: Who, Patrick Beverly?
0: They should have kept, yeah, yeah. They yeah. picked Pat Bev out of uh, Arkansas.
4: Did they? they He's better than any feet. point guard they have now.
0: Yeah, tell me about it. I was chatting with him on Twitter back in those days. He's in St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, He's in Greece. Uh, Ukraine, I think.
4: Pat Definitely Bev, Russia. huh?
0: In, yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, and he's not really known for his offensive prowess. He's more of a known for his defensive on the ball skills.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, he blew the pass really badly, in the second and
7: third. Yeah, T kind
4: of lollipoped it on him. He kind of yeah. opened the door for him. He thought he thought Beverly was so far behind that he kind of just started chucking, and then Beverly yeah, yeah. stepped up this and drained it. First
0: time I've seen rope a dope on the basketball court.
4: <laughs> All right. You got to wonder if uh, Teague might have had a little action out there.
0: I don't know man, Teague had it in the bag. He had it in the bag. He just lost focus.
4: Yeah. All right, man. Well look, we don't want to stop you from doing what you want to do out there. You're in Vegas, soak it in while you're out there. Have fun. Bring me some uh leftovers.
0: Okay, okay. How much should I put on uh, how much should I put on your uh New York Jets to to win the Super Bowl next year. I don't for know you. about the
4: Super Bowl. I'll take, uh, uh, nah, save you money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. I
0: can see the sports book at the Bellagio.
4: I don't even know what bet. I would say, how about, let me what know about Mets. What are the odds? On let me one? know what about Mets over on their wins. That I'll look at.
0: Let's just say, if, if you bet $5 and it happens, you'll be flying to Vegas for free.
4: <laughs> <Wow>. True. <laughs> In the front row at the buffet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll get one of those included i'm sure <laughs> yeah all well have fun with the only in miami show my friend
4: yeah buddy we'll see you next week thank you have fun
0: all i'll be back there. next week live yeah bro be good guys all i'm right. out
4: later Grant. all right yeah so no picks huh <laughs> that's kind of rough who did it so that's part of the joe johnson trade is that how they got rid of those picks
8: yeah, they got Joe Johnson, who stopped playing this year.
4: <laughs> right, well, uh, the checks are no still clearing, aren't they?
8: What's that?
4: Joe Johnson's uh, direct deposit still going through, right?
8: I think it still, still clears. Every,
4: every, sure every sure second Coach Friday? It's still good. Right. He doesn't have to pay him in rubles, so that works.
8: I, I don't know. Right at the beginning of the year, Joe Johnson was talking badly about Hollins, and uh, here we are. He's not hitting any uh, game-winning shots all season.
4: Right, and Darren Williams is kind of a mess this year too, right? A mess. A mess. What, does he hurt? I I mean, I don't know know what happened with Darren Williams, honestly. He was up there in the conversation with Chris Paul all those years, right? It's like, who's better? And it was kind of debatable for a while, right? D. Will or, or CP3?
8: He's definitely got confidence issues. He has injury issues. He really had banged up ankles. And yeah. now this year he was out for like ten or fourteen games with with some like cracked ribs or cartilage mm-hmm. on his ribs. But
4: he looks chunky out there, doesn't he? Look like a little over. Hasn't he, the last couple of years like not in shape?
8: He dropped a little. I think this year he was looking pretty quick while he's on the court. But and he, sometimes he's on the court. He he's got Hollis is coming, bringing him off the bench, basically all yeah, year they're now. Yeah,
4: they're running with Jared Jack still running and starting, right?
8: Yeah, and he deserves it.
4: Hmm. Yeah, well, good for him because uh, Hollins is hes not playing by paychecks. He's playing by, you know, feel of the game.
8: 100%. He's got Brooke Lopez coming off the bench, too.
4: Right. They've been shuffling that lineup back and forth, in and out. But now what's the deal with Brooke Lopez? Is he really going to get traded here before the deadline, you think, or what? Do you want him to so get when traded? You, when
8: you pay attention to Twitter or whatever, yeah. I think the latest as of two hours ago is, no, <laughs> he's not going to get traded. <laughs>
4: I know, that's a problem. I got caught up in that whole Twitter thing the day that J.R. Smith trade went down. So I had a trade on my Where would fan-
8: you going? what hour?
4: Well, I thought Reggie Jackson was coming to the Knicks. J.R. Smith, Iman, remember that whole night? We were here live oh, yeah, actually we getting Twitter feeds. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had a, a, a trade dangling in my fantasy league. Someone put out their... Uh, Thaddeus Young for Reggie Jackson. I'm like, I want Reggie Jackson. He's coming to the Knicks. He's running the triangle. Oh, <laughs> I I'm mean, so just kind smart.
8: kind of want Mr. October on the Knicks. Yeah, close, bring right? mis- yeah.
4: How do you not take Mr. October in New York all day, right? <laughs> so I listen to Twitter, and boom, and Reggie Jackson's playing eight minutes a night. And how slick am I? <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, that that's coming up too, right? We have the uh, NFL Combines coming up here.
8: Well, look, you got the Knicks, I mean, as far as lottery picks. You know all four corners of the ping-pong ball are going to be folded up for the Knicks this year.
4: Yeah, yeah. they got to make their ball uh, half an inch bigger than the other team so it pops up there. <laughs> Plus Patrick was, Ewing style. They just bought Stodermy out. Yeah, and uh, Amari just got bought out. He's leaving with a heavy heart and a heavy wallet. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the thing with him, with Amari, right? When they brought him in here, that's right. Right when they kicked in that whole amnesty deal, right? The mm-hmm. Knicks, and they used their amnesty on Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. knowing that they didn't have insurance on Amari Stoudemire and his creaky knees. It was n- it was no surprise when they signed him to that mega deal that he had creaky knees, right? Right. All those explosive dunks on Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, it took a toll on his on his knees, and uh, you know, one year left on Chauncey Billups. Now they amnesty him, so yeah, they got to write this out now, and they're gonna yeah. pay him. For 19 million out of the 20 and cut him yeah, great so he's gonna sense. go right so he'll go latch on you know try to do uh like a charles barkley or a Carl malone and try to get their last licks out of ring yeah um i was li- i heard today that he may be trying to go to san antonio well that would be the smart move for him that would be the smart move for him probably uh he just you know He's dynamic when he, when he has that pop, but without that explosiveness, man, yeah. he's a shell of himself because he's not a good defender at all down low, right? Yeah. He'll block a shot here or there, but pound for pound, he gets chewed up down low. Yeah, not like know. he used to be. And is the rebound there? Eh, adequate. But, you know, there are plenty. Like an Omer Atchik's a better rebounder than Amari Stoudemire. Mm. So, you know, good luck to him. It was fun while it's lasted. I'll see him in Israel this summer. And... uh you know, shalom aleichem. Mm-hmm. He
8: was good. He made the the Knicks relevant again. Yeah, and, and you know,
4: it could have been it could have been different. You know, had that mellow deal. Like, I was reading an article the other day about like how miserable, right from a, from a from just a basketball spacing perspective, right? That Carmelo and Amari on the court together, like the p- plus minus was some obscene number, and their win loss res- record was some obscene terrible number together. Mm-hmm. That you know carmelo does best when he's playing the four amari does best when he's playing the four you pay 20 million to each of those guys together and that's what you got <laughs> yeah, <they're> the same <laughs> position. that's yeah. that's the winning concoction right or the losing concoction right there and that's what happened but um look it's part of the blow up now andre barnani has got to be next because just watching that guy on the sidelines just irks me i mean talk about talk about a flop talk about a Useless Easy. bust. How's his paycheck? Oof. He's got a big one, too. Making man. a lot of money, man. He yeah. was the number
8: one pick in the draft. Eh? Number yeah. one
4: overall, Bargnani. Yep. Ouch. And that guy is just major disappointment. Ouch. You know? And I don't no, see it turning around.
8: Carmelo Anthony and maybe uh, Galloway will make it for next year.
4: Yeah, I like, I like what I'm seeing out of, of the kid Galloway. He hustles. And some of these kids that they came on, you know, this is like a little bit of an audition time. Uh, Larkin's kid, the old guy from the University of Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Barry Larkin's son, Shane, Shane Larkin. Larkin. Yeah. You know, he shows flashes. They're to
8: get a big free agent. I mean, look, they're going to try to go after Durant. Somebody's trying to get Durant. Well, Durant not this year.
4: This right? year. Durant next, next year. Is that next year? Yeah. This year we well, got Marc Asso. Yeah, this year we got Marcus Asso. We got LaMarcus Aldridge. Maybe you can get LeBron. I I mean, LeBron, I mean, you got to come out and start talking all that smack. Oh, there's no better place to play than the (laughs) garden, the mecca. I don't want to hear that nonsense, man.
7: You had a kid.
4: I love him so bad. Uh, He is. Him and A Rod should just, like, lock themselves in a room with seven mirrors and just stare at each other all day long. (laughs) Uh, Kidding me? Talking about the mecca, bro. 2010. (laughs) Came running down here when nobody would bother you. Uh yeah, don't well, get me started. Yeah, well. so that's, that's, that's blood under the bridge already. I mean, you know the story, right? So I used to play every Wednesday night when I lived up in Westchester. I used to play at the Boys and Girls Club of Greenwich, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Where was the announcement? Boys and Girls Club right, of Greenwich. Right. So I'm like, oh, it's right down the block from SUNY Purchase. Knicks, lock it up. Right. He's going to take his limo. He's going to drive to Purchase. He's going to do a whole pony show. Right. And LeBron's going to be a knickerbocker.
2: Didn't have it. A- <laughs> <laughs>
4: So don't come back into town and talking about you are jealous of Carmelo Anthony and the spotlight and all that. Come on, man.
8: Remember, he still wears his Yankee hat, LeBron, right? Of course. New York Yankee hat, his, his favorite course. borough was Brooklyn, I remember
4: him saying. Five, yeah, four, five he's five so years ago. hard, isn't he? Isn't he so hard? <laughs> so hard he has he's to come running run to He's money. not leaving Cleveland. He's I mean dead. they're turning around though. They're they're Yeah, they are. You can't count out the you can't count them out at this point. You know, as much as no, not either.
8: at all. Watch them win the championship. At least get to the
4: finals. Uh, I don't they think the they'll, finals, win the they'll probably get to the championship. You think they knock off Atlanta?
8: Uh, yeah, I don't that's think gonna they're gonna be a they going to passed the second
4: round. Yeah, I don't know. Atlanta, they have no battle tested guys. That's the You're thing right. with them. They're that's all true. about a system, right? Yeah. Like how much longer is Kyle Corver gonna be an all star? Right. Like Kyle Corver's been around a long time, right? Yeah. Has that guy's Ever talk about Kyle Korver as an All Star in the, the right. same brand? Like, no. never, right? Never. Yeah. He's just a product of a system. Yeah. And so, he's doing well in the. But system. they're playing well though. Well, yeah. They're playing. Well. They're playing that Spurs style of basketball, but you know who's the Tim Duncan on the team? Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Another Florida guy here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Millsap.
8: I'm not sold on them. You're not sold I'm not on? Not sold on any of the East other than the Cavs. I'm not. Well, I'm not sold on, but I, I'm sold on them getting to the finals. I think.
4: Right. Yeah, no one else, really. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think about them? Uh, they're talking about now, right, when you have the All-Star break, you have the commissioner coming out, giving you the State of the Union and all that good stuff. Now they're talking about maybe um, doing the playoffs between the East and the West, lining them all up, 1 through 16, and then battling it out that way. Yeah, they're receding. What do you think about that format, Jack? uh. Not good from the I Eastern perspective. I don't like it. Why,
8: why are we giving up on the East? Let's just make the East a little better and get better teams. and just
4: Right. Why not, not just make better the better East powers? like the ABA or something? Just break off and do their own league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes I'm watching hoops, right? And you're watching a late-night game uh, on okay. the West Coast. It's a totally different get back brand. Get that. It's just, a, we'll a totally different.
8: When the Knicks are a better team in the East, when the Nets are a better team, we'll have a better East. The Celtics are going to be a better team. They have every single pick in the draft, I think,
4: this year. Yeah, but the brand of basketball, it looks like they're playing different sports out there, dude, doesn't it? I mean, the w- watching Western brand of basketball, look, no one gr- You know, I grew up Charles Oakley and, and Anthony Mason, like the rest of us, who, by the way, we're, we're rooting for hard here, Anthony Mason. Um well, yeah, but it's a different it brand a of brand, man. That's flying how I grew up. out there. And I see I grew up back in the days of Showtime with, with, with Magic, and they were, everybody was running and gunning in the West. Right. And Phoenix the East was bruisers, you know, bunch which of is bruisers.
8: What's going on? But Then I go and see the Nets play the Clippers, though, two weeks ago in, in Barclays on a Monday night, and the Nets beat the Clippers because they played defense. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, you got a team coming from the West to the East. I got that excuse for you, too. That's always a difficult one. But now I hear what you're saying. I hear door. what you're saying, but um, well, I I want the East to get back in prominence, and and the East would definitely never buy into that whole restructuring of the playoffs no, no, and the travel like schedule either. too is another thing, right? I don't like that either. So what are you going to have? At first, you're going to play New York, L. A. in round one, right. and have them go flying cross country for right. a three out of you know that doesn't make sense. I so. just think
8: it's a not non-starter. Non they're non- not
4: doing that. Yeah, they're not doing that.
8: Why are they even talking about
4: that? But what about the All Stars? I mean, we were talking before, like when you were a kid growing up, right? W- before like cable TV and TNT and Game of the, you know, uh, games on all the time and mm-hmm. internet, like you never really got a chance to see a lot of the. We- like, how many times did you watch John Stockton and Carmelo as a kid, right? Handful, if anything, yeah. maybe you know. You didn't see that. You didn't see it. Not so the All Star Game was a time for you to like get a get a hold of these guys and and watch what's up. But now yeah. it kind of loses the flavor, right? Yeah. You, same as baseball too, when interleague play started. Yeah you know back in the day like you know you never saw guys uh like on even like tony how many times did you watch the tony Gwynn hit as a kid yeah. never right Over here never yeah right <laughs> yeah. so you had the all-star game you got to watch tony Gwynn. you got to watch yeah. those ty- type of guys but you know the you all-star know, game is, is a now whole you,
8: get, you get to watch everyone every night
4: every night so you get true. spoiled you know the mystery yeah. is gone the mistake but that's like the whole world today anyway you know everything too much information at your fingertips that's We're right, all man. guilty of it, but at the end of the day, it'd be better like the old way a little bit.
5: Well, you know, you got your league passes, and, you know, you, and direct TV. Yeah, I you mean, can, I can you, see you every you game. Pick up your
4: phone and you can watch the NBA exactly. and, hey, yeah. anywhere. Anywhere, hey, it's a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's everything's that you <laughs> But then fingertips. also
8: the All Star Game, it was on TNT. It was on cable. It wasn't even on national TV.
4: Yeah, that's right. And they had
8: yeah. it somehow going against that Saturday Night Live show last night.
4: Yeah. yeah, I didn't get that. I was, like, knee-deep in in watching the game, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I miss it. So I'm going to wait, yeah. I guess, NBC yeah, I on demand, either. right? We'll we'll check in with those guys. <laughs> right,
8: this is what DVR is built for.
4: Right, I totally slipped yeah. on that yeah. Saturday yeah, night. True. But we'll check into that. are we time for a little, a little music out right here? Let's do it. All right, Jay, if you want to hang out, hang out. If you got to hop, thanks for coming on. Um, We're going to take a little T.O. here, come back uh, to the other side. We're taking you 9 o'clock. This is the Only in Miami show.
12: the tweeters and the speakers turn the baseline up if you're dosing what's your potion it's swelling up your emotions rollercoaster dance promotion she's ego tripping your Shoulder leans over and says And
4: now you hear it everywhere. Everybody's got our name in their But do so they really know what they're talking about? It's me. And we're back. This is the only in Miami show, Drastic Fanatic. Find me on Twitter. We have a good time talking sports at drasticfanatic.com. Jared, you still with us? I'm still with you. What's up, buddy? How we doing? Uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Thanks for checking in here. So Jared was our uh, a field reporter, unofficial field reporter from All-Star Weekend, Brooklyn Nets season ticket holder, and uh, they let him spend Valentine's Day with his lovely wife. She let
8: me spend Valentine's Day with, with her <laughs> at the Barclays.
4: There you go. Um, next year, you're were, you were double, right?
8: Like I showed her, though. Rihanna and Nicki Minaj were spending Valentine's Day there, so it was okay. The
4: halftime was show good. was pretty good. Grande kind of brought it, didn't she?
8: Uh, Fan, yeah, she's great. She's got, she's got really long
4: legs. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag long legs, right? <laughs> she's
8: good. Okay. Yeah. She was good, Nicki Minaj. They had did they show during the broadcast? They had like uh, Broadway performances
4: mm-hmm.
8: at, at timeouts. There were like extra long timeouts, and then the right. uh, the like Chicago was was there, and Mamma Mia was there. I don't All know right. if
4: they showed that. No, you they didn't actually. Aguilera that was
8: pretty pretty terrible to open it up. I don't know if you saw that.
4: Nah, I missed Aguilera. What was she singing? New York,
8: some uh, Concrete uh, Jungle.
4: That know. old that old tune.
8: The Rockets were with her. The rockets were everywhere.
4: They try to go. (laughs) They try to make it real, real NY, right? Yeah. uh,
2: I wasn't feeling it
8: up so that there were no, no seats there.
4: Where was that? Yeah, Dolan got booted out of his seat. You saw that?
8: I saw Dolan got booted out of his seat, but so did probably, I don't know, a thousand tickets must have went that there were no tickets because there was a stage.
4: Oh Mm -hmm. really? So it's all about Mm -hmm. the show, right?
8: It's all about the show.
4: Yeah, it's not about the the fans.
8: Which, which I guess it should be.
4: Yeah, it's all about that. I wasn't getting a real, I mean, yeah, I guess the Broadway thing. But, like, during the telecast, I wasn't really getting a big uh, New York vibe out of the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. I was, they, I was, I they, wasn't, brought,
8: they brought the, uh, they had Willis Reed and Phil Jackson. They introduced with Bernard King and, and uh, Walt Clyde Frazier and right. Phil Bradley was there. I don't know if they showed that.
4: I nah, think that might have been during timeouts. Right, they just kept rolling out a bunch of New York guys, right?
8: Yes, they tried. But they didn't bring out Yeah, that that's about it. That's all they brought out. No
4: Patrick Ewing wasn't in the stands, was it?
8: General.
4: Oh there you go. A little military yeah. salute.
8: Mhm.
4: No uh no Patrick Ewing, right?
8: No Patrick Ewing. But he's no. a coach still, right?
4: For yeah, sure. So what's he doing? He should be part of the festivities though. There's no one that says New York basketball like P. Ewing, right? What about Oakley? Was he there?
8: I didn't see Oakley, you didn't see any of those guys. Really? and they didn't mention Anthony Mason who's suffering
4: right now. I know, but uh, we're getting some good news, right? They're saying that maybe he's on the on the comeback trail if anyone's tough enough, man. It's it's that guy. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's everyone's favorite. Actually, I got I got one thing in my office here. It says New Yorker for life signed by Anthony Mason to me when I before I moved down. So uh, I I gave the ball an extra tap today on the way out, you know. <laughs>
8: i like that because if he says it then, it's then it must
4: be true right <laughs>
6: absolutely
4: <laughs> fellow, fellow queens cat so um yeah man so good stuff i mean uh the nets as a whole they you feel like uh see Grant stern's always talking about the heat family down here right he's always talking about how the the heat go out of the way to make sure that their uh fan base is taken care of and um I'm feeling that I was feeling that when I was up in Brooklyn that the the Nets are kind of doing the same thing up there, right?
8: It's 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 amazing. I mean, I have tickets for the Yankees. They don't do anything for you. The Nets, they go out of your way. We went with the Nets, and this was this year's party with the Nets. Was going bowling with the Nets, which meant literally the Nets were just hanging out bowling with us, right. signing autographs, taking pictures, like very casually, amazingly casually, right? Um, uh, stuff like that. I mean, they they. I'll sit courtside at a game because they take care of the fans like that. Uh, we get free food around the arena. arena.
4: Yeah, I was it, amazed by that. What's up with that? You can just go around from station to station and stuff your face all night. Really?
8: A lot. A lot Dude. of the tickets, the this all access thing, they give you food all night everywhere, and it's good. Very good food there.
4: Yeah. What well, we have: lobster bombs and and truffle pizza and. Wow. Brooklyn's <laughs> finest, baby. No joke. Yeah. And no cap. I mean, so we're just they, flipping the ticket back like, like it was going out of style. <laughs> so if they start winning, that'll all stop, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or, or when Prokhorov sells the team, right?
8: It, it, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, figure it'll take at least a decade before you have – got to have those kids that are six years old now right. grow up to be 16 years old, really diehard Mets fans if that's all they know about. And you'll see it. You'll see right. much more of a diehard fan base. <laughs> but this year even, year three, at the beginning of the year, the feel in the arena was different before the team was just terrible. You know, the the, the fans really want to see a good team. So when, when the product's there, you're going to see good fan base there.
4: So you feel like a little bit of fair weather going on there in Brooklyn? And,
8: and curiosity also.
4: Right. Well, the new arena, that's always, right, well, year one's going to bring, like, look at Camden Yards and look at all every arena through history. Year one's always going to bring the casual spectator to the arena, right?
8: totally and, but and then you also bring the, the visiting fans it was, but it was more correct. year one and year two where the visiting fans seemed to be taking over mm-hmm. especially when the nuts were losing to the visiting team
4: right because it's easy easy to get there right from all the major hubs and Every train
8: uh, goes there it's, it's as easy as to
4: be right so if you're staying in midtown in times square you c- it's easy to hop on a train or even long island railroad to get there right
8: yeah long island railroad everything
4: Everything goes It's in the
8: perfect spot. It's in the spot. They built it in a place where um, Walter O'Malley, the owner of the Dodgers, he really wanted to put an arena there. Ah. And Robert, uh, not an arena, a ballpark, a stadium, baseball stadium.
7: Right.
8: And Robert Moses said, no, you have to build a park in Queens in Flushing Meadows. And he said, no, I want to build it over here. So we went out to L.A. They took him up in a helicopter. They said, where do you want to build? And, he, you know, he, he went back to New York. He wanted to still build over here. Robert Moses basically pushed him out.
4: Did so he really?
8: Years later, 50, yeah, sixty years later, we get it. We get it over here. You know, Walter O'Malley was painted as a, as the devil in Brooklyn, and, and he is the devil in Brooklyn. He'll always be the devil in Brooklyn because he took the Dodgers out of here. But
4: right, it was truly Robert he wanted Moses. to
8: keep him here. He wanted to keep him here. Robert Moses was the architect of New York City. and Well, he was really and known
4: on, on Long Island, there. Robert Moses, right?
8: Everywhere, every he had such an impact. Robert Moses, if you really look into him, he had a, a huge impact on just the architecture of, of the city like highways cutting through neighborhoods and just building this, building that. Interesting, interesting character.
4: There you go, huh? Learn something new here at the Only in Miami show. <laughs> I like
8: the
7: sports. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's sports in Brooklyn. I know, uh, as a Met fan. You know, um, he's all about the Brooklyn. I mean, when you first walked into the new city Field, you didn't even know that it was a Mets stadium, right, because Wilpon's so so gung-ho on Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, so you got the Coney Island Arena. You ever check that one out, Coney Island Arena, where the Mets the, play yeah, Cyclones? It,
8: it, it was the Keyspan Park. Now I think it's MCU Park. The company's changed. The corporate sponsor changes. The that's municipal nice. credit that's union? That's a fun time. Honestly, that's a good time to go with the kids. You could go for a couple of innings. Every half inning, they got something going on. Kids are running around the bases. Mascots are racing each other. Whatever it is, they're throwing t-shirts. It's a nice family atmosphere over there, and you're right on the water. It's cute. And I think every now and then, as a Mets fan, they have whatever rehabbing player is, you know, pitches a night or two over there.
4: There you go. So sports is back in Brooklyn. It was good to see the All-Star game kind of. uh, Now, when people, did you notice that people were – Staying in Brooklyn, the out of town, is that room for the event? Or do you think they were staying more in Manhattan?
11: It's hard to tell. Yeah. No you I mean, you couldn't been, tell the
4: streets There's There's
8: a lot more hotel. You know, they've been building more hotels. There's a lot more hotel space and rooms in the area around Barclays in the last two, three years.
4: Right. I noticed a lot uh, of scaffolding I'm, when I was here. Still going on.
8: The scaffolding on the construction site at Barclays. They're going to build building, 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 residential, residential, all types of stuff over there. There's, there's a construction that's. Like, n- no more than eight to ten feet away from Barclays Center, the the building begins. That's going to be a residential tower. Wow,
7: so
4: it's, just,
8: it's, it's very strange.
4: Huh? You can take the elevator down in your pajamas and roll right into the arena, basically. Something like that. Something. In, whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, and go eat uh, lobster bombs for free all night. <laughs> right. Go down, pick up dinner, and walk back upstairs. <laughs>
8: They do good, but you know what else they do for the fam- for the for those tickets is called these all actual tickets that you can get. You get pre-sale for every event in that arena. Everything in that arena, you have a guaranteed ticket for.
4: But but not um, but not your same seat though, right?
8: Not the same seat, but you know that it's it's not even like you have to like race at ten o'clock in the morning and get on Ticketmaster. You get like a block of twelve hours to twenty four hours, forty eight hours that you'll get a seat.
4: Right, that's doing that's the right, right thing. As yeah, a jet cool. as as a Jet PSL owner, I was uh. They don't have a lot going on there, maybe some random soccer game or Syracuse-Notre Dame or whatever. But, you know, as a license holder, you're supposed to get your seat. You own the seat, right? Problem is you're sharing it with a giant fan, so now whose seat is it? (laughs) (laughs) So you get a random seat. Even at
8: that, neither you nor that person is getting tickets to go see Eminem when
4: he's there. Right. So what is that? Nah, I know. Yeah, they're all – the consumer never wins, but (laughs) – at least it sounds like the Brooklyn Nets are taking care of their people, and uh, you're right—they're trying to build a fan base now from scratch, you know, up there. Um, because how many of the New Jersey Nets you know, through and through? You got a handful of guys, but a very small handful. So you, you're basically trying to build this up as an expansion team, really. I mean, I thought they should have changed the name. I don't think they should be known as the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, kind of taking the old Jersey identity and bringing it across the river. I don't know. Uh, is there any talk about them changing the name, maybe?
8: They haven't talked about it. I, I agree with you. Like, at the when they first were moving, I thought they would change
4: the name. But
8: then they didn't, and I'm over it.
4: <laughs> and that's that.
8: <laughs> that's it. I, at this point, I wouldn't want them to change the name. You wouldn't? Then, then I would just think, now they just want me to buy even more, more jerseys. More jerseys. Yeah.
4: You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, th- I guess the boat sale. Um, yeah, I would have gotten one like the Brooklyn Knights. You know, a little black. Uh,
8: but then they had—I don't know. You know, I know you went to a game. You you came to a game with me recently. Um, they had a mascot which was retired after two seasons. Was the Brooklyn Knight?
5: Oh, like it wasn't. Rolled a
8: out. It was a uh-huh. whole. It was Marvel Comics created
4: uh-huh. him, and
8: it was a Marvel uh-huh. comic with it. And two years later, gone.
4: That's it. He didn't re- renegotiate. They bought him out, huh? they they, <laughs> they gave him the Amari deal. <laughs> Gave him the Amari deal and sent him packing into the uh into the sunset here. Well, uh look, uh Brooklyn I guess you gotta make the eight seed then. Yeah. You know? Uh have to
8: make the eight seed, have a fun, you know, take out one team, even beat the Raptors again would be fun.
4: Yeah, that's a little rivalry going on right now, right? Brooklyn and the Raptors.
8: I mean, I don't know. I feel like they think they have a rivalry, <laughs> but so far they don't beat us, so let's it, see what happens.
4: It takes two to, to it takes two to Tango to make a rivalry, I guess, right?
8: That's right. No, it is, it, it's a Trust nice little me. rivalry. It, That's it, we must be the closest. No, I guess Boston's
4: closer to us. Right. Well, yeah, plus you picked up all their ex-superstars. So.
8: Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate you joining us tonight. That's all the time we have. This was the Only in Miami show.
8: Great being here. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you for hopping on. We'll be back next week with our host, Grant Stern. He'll be back from Vegas, we hope. We want to thank everyone who joined us tonight, Eats and Beats. Make sure you check that out on Saturday. This is the Only in Miami show. Signing off.